0: Hi, I'm Tom, a.k.a. Thomas, and I am Lauren, a.k.a. Lauren, Lauren. and this is Movie Illiterate. I've seen a lot of movies. And I have seen Fives. Fives of movies. Well, I mean, maybe, maybe ten? Tens? No, tens, tens is asking a lot. That, that signifies that I've seen probably at least 20 movies, and that's asking a lot. That's why I've uh, dubbed myself as movie illiterate. So fives. Fives. Okay, so Lauren has not seen
1: a lot of movies. Well, she's seen fives of them. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So maybe 20, tops. What we're going to do is I'm going to describe a movie that I've seen, that I saw when I was younger to get Lauren's take on it. Yep, and then we're gonna
0: watch it. And then we are going to, fancy word here, people, reconvene, Mm -hmm. And discuss (laughs) my take on the movie and how accurate uh, Tom's memory is regarding said movie. Yeah, see how it holds up? Would we watch again? Would Tom watch again? Does Tom know anything at all? Find out next time
1: or just later in a few minutes. <laughs> and see how, if my opinion of it is biased based on having seen it as a kid and those those childhood memories versus someone who is seeing it for the first time as an adult. Yeah, watch Tom try to backtrack. All this and more on Movie Illiterate <laughs> So, today we are going to be talking about Back to the Future, part yes. one. I say part one because there's three parts to it. It's a trilogy. There's three? Yeah, it's a trilogy.
0: Like, they started off with it being like, oh, clearly there's going to be another part, or like...
1: No, I think they, uh, they intended on it being three because the... Well, you'll see, the ending is a cliffhanger where it's, it ends with like a to-be-continued... Okay, don't judge me, everyone. I know that everyone else in the world
0: has seen this, but I have not. Hence the title of this podcast. I'm just a
1: movie illiterate person. Anyway, go ahead, Thomas. Anyway, um, it's Tom. So, Back to the Future is a movie from 1985 starring uh, Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd as Marty McFly and Doc Brown, respectively, or Doc and Marty, which... You may recognize Lauren, the impetus for Rick and Morty. Ah, yes. Uh, yeah. Okay,
0: so. yes, yes. I see the connection. Yeah. And Richard Nixon is not in this movie. No,
1: no, he's not. Um, no, he's not. I don't know why you would think that. Yes, continue. Anyway, so Doc Brown is a scientist of some sort, just, you know, a generic movie scientist. He knows. Anything involving science he knows because he's a scientist.
0: Yes, that's what um, all
1: scientists do. Yeah, yeah. and then um, Marty is a teenager who is trying to make it as a rock star. Of course, that's all teenagers do. Right, especially in the 80s. Uh, naturally. So they're friends, and Doc Brown invents a time machine. Uh, it's He makes it out of a DeLorean, the car. Why are they friends? You know, it's never really explained. It's just sort of a given that they're friends
0: okay a teenage wannabe rock star and a know-it-all scientists are just friends in the eight 80- because it was the 80s
1: yeah it was the 80s you know stuff like that it, stuff like that wasn't weird yet yeah know. it was normal Pe- people saw a, a teenage boy <laughs> hanging out with an elderly eccentric man and they didn't think anything of it whereas now they'd be like oh yeah i think something-
0: serial killers were still like a really prevalent thing back then so you know it yeah. was fine. It was
1: fine. It was fine at yeah. the time. Yeah, it was fine. So, Doc Brown invents a time machine out of a DeLorean. Naturally. And he calls Marty to meet him at the mall in, um, at at midnight. And they do some test runs. You know, does some test runs, goes into the past. And then, in order to run the time machine, he uses plutonium, which he got from some, I think it's Libyan terrorists? Obviously. And uh, they... In exchange for making a bomb, he doesn't make the bomb for them. They track him down. They shoot him. So Marty try, you know, gets in the, the time machine, the DeLorean, to try to escape from them. And the thing about the time machine is, when it hits 88 miles per hour, that's when it, uh, the components activate and it goes, you know, it moves into the past. And so Marty hits, you know, tries to hit 90, goes back into the past. He ends up in 1955, actually. Right. Did around- people
0: not speed in the 80s?
1: Well, they're in the parking lot when he's, when they're chasing them. No, but like...
0: 88 is such a low speed. I mean... Don't tell anyone, but sometimes I go 88 going down 75.
1: Well, but the, the premise is that they have all these components... The time machine components, like the flux capacitor is the name of the, the part that actually makes it a time machine. And when it hits 88 miles per hour that's when it it will travel through time depending on the time period that's set in the set in the onboard computer
0: think about the person who pitched this movie I always bring myself back to thinking about like pitching a movie so picture it it's the 80s an old man scientist calls his teenage boyfriend to a parking lot They're going back in time, because the old man is not only a scientist, but he conspires with terrorists, and they're after him. So naturally, he brings along his teenage boyfriend to help him out,
1: because who else is available at midnight? Yeah, not many people. Well, I don't think when he pitched it, he said, imagine it's the 80s, because I think he pitched it in the 80s. Imagine,
0: it's the now. An old man scientist. (laughs)
1: So, anyway, so Marty goes back into the past, right before his parents actually meet, and he mm-hmm. actually meets his dad and interferes, saves his dad from getting hit by a car, but the problem is that the car that actually hit his dad was, his, was Marty's grandfather, and it was through that accident that that's how his parents met and fell in love, so by doing that... Mm-hmm. Marty actually got hit, so his parents didn't, you know, didn't meet, and then his mom actually became infatuated with him, with Marty. So then there's this whole awkward, like, oh, my mom's got the hots for me. Oh, good, 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 good. So, picture it. (laughs) It's
0: the now. (laughs) The old man, uh, terrorist conspirator, scientist guy, has invited his teenage boyfriend to meet him in the parking lot. They're going to travel in time. He gets shot by said terrorists. And so, a teenage boy goes back in time and meets his mom, who has the hots for him because this is all fine. It's the now. <laughs> you know how it is.
1: <laughs> and then he winks at one of the executives. I've seen you looking at stepmom porn.
0: <laughs> <A> wink. <laughs> Anyway, oh gosh. Okay. So now, now Marty's
1: in trouble because he has prevented his parents from meeting, which means that he has put his own existence at risk. So he tries to he befriends his dad and tries to get his dad to to try to woo his mom, but then his mom likes him, so it's you know it's kind of weird and awkward. So he goes and he climbs- oh is it? Yes, it is awkward. Oh okay. Yeah. I uh, that's kind of a given, I suppose. I don't know at this point. <laughs> But continue, please. <laughs> so Marty goes and finds Doc Brown um, of 1955, who, in, in kind of a bit of hilarity, looks exactly the same, um, and convinces him that he's from the future and that Doc Brown built a time machine in in the 80s and he needs his help to figure out how to get it back. Well, they find out the only way that they because uh, the only way that they can generate enough power to Activate the the time machine components is by using a bolt of lightning because they don't have any way to get plutonium so but they can generate the exact number of power, which is Something in gigawatts 1.21 gigawatts. I think it is Mm, and uh, you're not a scientist man. No, but thankfully there is a uh, There's a clock tower in the town that is famous for having gotten hit by a bolt of lightning That later that week at, at the beginning of the movie, they're trying to, there's a society trying to make it into a historical landmark. So they know at this time, on this day, it's going to be hit by a bolt of lightning. So they rig everything up you know, with cables and whatnot so that when the lightning hits it, the electricity can travel through, hit the time components at the exact moment, and Marty can go back into the past. But then Marty also has to figure out how to get his parents together all right and this is
0: a classic movie beloved by many i would say all but there are people out there like me who haven't seen it i'm pretty sure there's there's some small children <laughs> so and they probably shouldn't see it for what you've told me i don't know no, no. that i i don't know about this movie No, no no it all it all comes together it's great so, yeah, it all
1: comes together in a weird, strange, pervy way. No, 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 no. It gets better. So so hear me out. Let me, let me finish. So mm-hmm. Marty and his dad work out a thing where Marty is going to try to get physical with his mom so that his dad can come in and save the day and then uh, his mom will fall in love with his dad. This makes it better. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking to myself...
0: But can it get pervier? And I thought, no. But you
1: proved me wrong, and I appreciate that, (laughs) so thank you. (laughs) So what Marty – well, when it happens, when it comes time to do it, Marty can't go through with it because, you know, it's his mom. Why not? Because it's his mom. But then uh, what happens is uh, Marty doesn't – I'm sorry, Marty's dad isn't the one who ends up coming in to, like, stop Marty or whatever – It's actually this bully named Biff who has been a bully of his dad basically their whole lives. First in high school and like in the beginning. He's Marty's dad's boss and just basically controls... His name is Biff. Yeah, his name's Biff. His dad should have just thrown that back in his face. Shut up. Your name is Biff. (laughs) Shut up, Biff. (laughs) But then what happens is uh, Biff tries to get physical with Marty's mom... Marty's dad then knocks Biff out, and it's like the only time in his life he ever stood up to him. So, they, you know, Marty's parents, they're able to fall in love. Marty has to play at the his guitar at the school dance so that they can fall in love and kiss. Um, and then he ends up playing Johnny Be Good. It makes sense in the movie. I don't think any of this does, but I'm still going to watch it, apparently. So they fall in love, and then they go back into the future, and... They're much better. His parents are much better off. His family's much better off. And then Biff is running a car waxing business and actually waxing his dad's car when he gets back. So it kind of shows how everyone's better off and Biff is not better off.
0: He wasn't better off when his parents named him Biff. (laughs) Sorry at the downward trend. No wonder he was a bully. <laughs> right.
1: Oh, oh, goodness gracious. Okay. Uh, and then it ends with uh, Doc Brown shows up at the end and says, uh, we got to go back to the future because something's got to be done about your kids. And then uh, there's a kind of a cool line where uh, Marty says, oh, Doc, you got to back up. We can't get up to 88 miles per hour here. And Doc Brown's like, roads? Where we're going, we don't need roads. And then the car starts flying and it takes off. And the credits roll and then it says to be continued so you know there's gonna be a sequel so now the car is flying now the car is flying yeah i mean it's a time machine is there that big of a stretch that now it's flying yes because they had to hit 88 i
0: was gonna say degrees 88 miles per hour to make it go back in time what do they have to do to make it fly 89 miles per hour, they're going to have to back up a little bit further then to hit 89
1: miles per <laughs> hour to get it to fly. You know, it, it, that part's not really explained. It, oh, I was going to say not in the first one, but it's not really explained ever. It's just sort of, a lot of the science here is just sort of a given. It's kind of like Gilligan's Island, you know, where they have the professor and he can do anything and you, you sort of take it as a given.
0: You know, I never really watched that either. literate. I yeah. think I can read. I might just be making up <laughs> words as I look at pages. Why don't we go watch this? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here comes the perv.
1: All right. So we just finished Back to the Future. Yes. What'd you you think?
0: Much pervier than uh, even you described, to be honest. Really? Yeah. His mom kissed him. Okay, so Thomas's uh, description of Back to the Future was pretty set, pretty, pretty... Correct. Pretty spot on. Pretty spot yeah. on, yes. That's the word I'm looking for. I don't... I'm trying to think... Did you tell me anything that was, like, wrong? Not so much.
1: But no, I mean... It, yeah, it, it, Marty just starts. randomly
0: goes into Doc's house, turns up all of the uh, volumes, and then plays a note standing right in front of a giant uh, speaker. They never explain the relationship between Doc and Marty, how it came to be, except that the teacher or the principal of Marty's school knows that they hang out,
1: and he is not. Happy and he is about
0: not pleased with it, and he also belittles Marty's whole family.
1: Also, the the scene where he plays the note and then the speaker blows and then he gets knocked back. He gets knocked back, which maybe would happen, but also his eardrums would have exploded. Yeah, he would have been a hot mess from that point yeah. on. If the movie would have been told from Marty's point of view, from that point on, it would have been a silent film.
0: Yes, or like really muffled, really muffled voices. Maybe that's why he was having some of the stuff was happening. So, yeah, that happens. And then Doc is like, come meet me at the mall parking lot at one in the morning, teenage boy. And Marty's like, okay. And then his girl, Marty's girlfriend, calls him at night. Um, and we never find out if he calls her back, but we definitely find out that he goes to meet <laughs> Doc at the mall parking lot at one something in the morning.
1: Let's just assume he called his girlfriend back.
0: I'm gonna assume that he didn't call his girlfriend back. I'm gonna assume that that's just the person that he was. So anyway, what happened? So, Doc got Doc gets shot. Yeah. Marty panics, hops in the DeLorean. And uh, it seems like he forgot that it time traveled. Yeah, I think so. I he think was he trying forgot. To, yeah, yeah, he was trying to
1: drive away and then accidentally.
0: From the Libyan terrorists. And then it was like, let's see if you can go 90 miles per hour, which, you know, very specific again. And it uh, goes back in time to the 50s where he finds out that his dad is a peeping Tom.
1: <laughs> well, if you're going to call me Thomas, you can't use peeping Tom against me.
0: Tom aka Thomas finds out that his dad is a peeping Tom find out that his mom likes to change in front of the open window facing out to the
1: no that wasn't his mom he wasn't the dad wasn't peeping on the mom that was just peeping on some random girl how do you know because the girl in the window was blonde and his mom is a brunette.
0: No, the girl in the window wasn't blonde. She was a
1: brunette. No, I'm pretty sure she was blonde. Okay, well it doesn't matter. His dad right. is a, a creep. Yeah, I mean we can tom. let's agree on that. His dad is mm-hmm, a creep, mm-hmm, he's a peeping mm-hmm. tom, falls out of a tree while peeping Tom Ming. Yes. Uh,
0: and then but then his dad was like, um, another kid just ran out in front of my car. Which makes me think that Marty's grandpa, either A is constantly hitting children. (laughs) Or B, there's constantly people peeping in on whoever that was in the window and falling out of the tree. So, once again, much pervier than uh, even what you described. Yeah, alright, you
1: can't argue with
0: that. (laughs) Yeah, basically I'm just going through to point out all the pervy moments in the movie. (laughs) Yeah, so then
1: Marty gets knocked out and asleep for nine hours. Yes,
0: and then his mom... Uh, is in the room with Marty when he wakes up,
1: and for some and reason
0: took off his pants for some reason
1: to put on top of her hope chest. <laughs> she had some serious hopes about that one. Yeah,
0: she's like, well, if I just take his pants and put them on my hope chest, all the all my dreams will come true,
1: and I'll see what's underneath those purple underwear. <laughs> <laughs> also, also, he was apparently asleep for nine hours. If he had gotten knocked out and asleep for nine hours, I'm pretty sure he would have been seriously concussed, right? You would think they would have taken him
0: to the hospital, but yeah. I guess as many times as her dad has hit children, <laughs> they probably were like we can't take another one to the, the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to start to suspect something. <laughs> so I think that's why they just let him awkwardly rest um in, in the bed in no their teenage on. yeah,
1: in their teenage daughter's bed. Mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. she's only too eager for.
0: Yeah, she was very excited about it. So then, blah blah blah. Uh, Marty finds Doc and tells him about everything, and Doc believes him because of whatever the. Bruce well, was he tells him. him
1: the story about how he came up with the idea for the flux capacitor, and, and then it, so. it happened
0: later that or earlier that day. So yeah. Doc believed him. So then they're like, "Oh, we gotta get you back. Or, you didn't interact with anybody," and Marty's like, "Uh, yeah, yeah I talked to basically my whole family," and so. Now, Marty has to get his dad and mom together because dad was supposed to beat mom when he got hit by the car. But because Marty saved him and got hit, now mom fell in love with Marty because mom has some issues. Oh, yeah. Mom's got they some all issues. have some issues. They- <laughs> oh, my gosh. And so, then we find out that uh Biff is not only a bully, but a rapist. Oh, yeah. Biff was, Yeah. He was, like, actively molesting uh, Marty's mom while they were all in school in the cafeteria. Like, while yeah. everybody was just hanging out around.
1: You know, it was the 50s, so they were like, oh, huh, boys will be boys. Yeah,
0: she's she's saying no and looks very uncomfortable, but, like, he's just like, no, I'm going to do this anyway. I'm going to rape you, basically. Basically, he said, I'm going to rape you, um, and just not using those words right. exactly. Yeah, and everyone's just okay with it, because mm-hmm. 50s. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm so then uh, marty's plan the last plan to get his dad and mom together is to pretend as though he is going to molest his mom in the car outside of a dance where his dad and mom originally had kissed and that's where they fell in love but marty couldn't go through with it because his mom starts drinking and smoking and is hinting what? at that like she's ready to get it on <laughs> And he's like, oh, you! this isn't the woman that I thought you were. <laughs> She's into this.
1: Yeah, she was way too into it, so that turned him off. Which, which to, is... To the movie's credit, as much as you want to discredit it as a pervy movie, at least they didn't make Marty in, you know also into it. I mean, that would have just raised a whole mess load of issues. Yes, but it just... His plan... Yeah, it was a bad plan. It was a
0: terrible plan. It was a disturbing plan. And he was very much okay with it. Right up up until until he realized that his mom was into it. And then all of a sudden he was like, Mom, you whore. We can't have sex, you whore. And then his mom kissed him. And he didn't push her off. Well, he kind of like fell back and was like, he just moved to the side of the car, but he didn't stop her.
1: Well, I mean, I think he was kind of freaked out and you know, I mean, he's not going to be a, I mean, he's not Biff. He's not going to like force things on his mom or like force her away like an asshole. He's just going to be scared and you know, kind of like a a deer in headlights kind of thing.
0: He didn't even say no.
1: I mean, his eyes, his body, pretty much everything about him said no, except for his mouth.
0: Okay, so then he was molested by his mom. Yeah.
1: Is what Tom was saying. Yeah, wow. This is a pervy movie.
0: And then his mom was like, it feels like I'm kissing my brother. Which is also weird, because how does she know what kissing her brother feels like? Yeah, I'm not even going down that rabbit hole. (laughs) It's probably why her younger brother is still in jail. (laughs) Kissing cousins. Oh, kissing family members, because this family's got some issues. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, anyway. So, so then Biff, Biff shows up. Biff shows up, pulls Marty out of the car, and is actively raping Marty's
1: mom. Oh yeah, yeah. Not even like we're not even pretending or or oh you know they're, he's just being rough or like like actively trying to rape her.
0: Yeah, like mom, like uh, Marty's dad comes to the car, and opens the door, and his mom's legs are like in the air, her head is like back behind the seat, like. Biff is like clearly raping her. And his dad hesitates for a second to do anything
1: about it. We, <laughs> I mean Okay, it's it's the bully who's beaten him up his entire life. It's like okay I know, but you at least Do I do the right thing or do I but if I do the right thing I stand up to this bully who has literally beaten the heck out of me my whole life.
0: So maybe I should just not say anything and shut the door and walk away.
1: I mean, he kind of debated that. He definitely debated I, that. I, I think they were trying to go for, like, character growth here. Like, this is a really big moment for him. Is he going to do the right thing? It's really hard for him. And then he ultimately does.
0: He does. He does do the right thing. Even though Biff tries to break his arm.
1: But then he lays um, him out in one punch.
0: Yeah, yeah. He gives him a good, a good punch, which was actually pretty surprising. I bet mm-hmm. you his hand hurt a lot.
1: I oh, know. yeah. His hand probably was... Yeah. Well, it was probably, you know, it broke and then went numb, so he didn't have to notice it.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he uh, did a pretty good job of uh, getting through the pain. Oh, so yeah. I would have been like, ah, oh,
1: I think I need to go to the doctor. <laughs> we can't do this dance. I just got to go to the doctor right now. I'm pretty sure something's broken. He probably had the adrenaline of like, okay, I just stood up to the, the bully. I've knocked him out. This beautiful girl is now looking at me like I'm some kind of hero. Like, this is this is a lot to take in at this moment. So there was probably a lot of adrenaline going on. That's
0: there. true. That's true. So Marty
1: makes it back to the future. Well, well we, we missed the best part. So Okay, what's the best part? So Biff's goons uh, locked Marty in the trunk of a car while Biff was raping Marty's mom. And then the it was the car of the band that was playing at the dance and when they try to when they get him out the guitar player cuts his hand so marty has to play guitar at the dance in order for them to kiss and then saves his existence and then they want him to play something fun and he plays johnny b good and it just so happens that the guitar player is marvin berry cousin of chuck berry and so that's the story of how Chuck Berry got inspired to write "Johnny Be Good." True story. <laughs> and that's really Very what this true movie. Story. Was yeah, that's
0: that's actually what this movie was about. They made this whole thing this as a setup
1: for uh, Chuck Berry.
0: Exactly, exactly. So really, we could just end this podcast right here. Chuck Berry, nine out of ten stars would listen to again. <laughs> <laughs> Marty makes it back, and before leaving, gives Doc a note about. Uh, what's going to happen to them with the Libyans. And that's why you don't steal from terrorists, children.
1: Right. Maybe, um, maybe maybe, take that even a step further. Not only not steal from them, don't interact with them in any sense. All right, if you want to go that far. I, I, I kind of do, know. yeah. Terrorists are like undisputedly bad. Okay, maybe, maybe I, sometimes... I can't.
0: I can't uh, disagree with yeah, that no, statement, no, no. but also don't steal from. Them. Well, yeah,
1: don't steal in general, but don't interact with terrorists. This is too
0: many morals. I, I don't too many morals. Too many morals. I don't like to learn morals from my podcast. So I'm sure no one else does either. This isn't about lessons in life. Anyway, unless the the moral of the story is don't rape anyone. It's good advice. Don't kiss your mom. Go back in time and kiss your mom on the lips. Or allow her to kiss you. Good advice. Um, Don't steal. Yes. Don't interact with terrorists. Right. Calvin Klein is a name brand, not the name of a person. So just because somebody has a name on their underwear does not mean that that's their name. That's true.
1: Um, stand up to Biff. And stand up to Biff. Stand yes. up to bullies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Biff is all bullies. He's an, Biff he's is a, bully. Biff is bully. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, okay, so... Marty gets back home. Everything is great at his house. All the problems that they have have gone away.
1: Oh yeah, he changed the future for the better.
0: Yes, Biff is outside cleaning their cars. Which, if I was that family, I wouldn't want nothing
1: to do with Biff. Right. He tried to rape the mom like multiple times. Yeah, we we have zero interaction with him.
0: Yes, 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 yes. But whatever they whatever I don't yeah you know. Yeah. And then um. Marty goes to the future and then comes back from the future to pick up, I mean, Doc. Oh, Doc, yeah. Doc goes to the future and then comes back to pick up Marty and Jennifer because something's wrong with their kids.
1: And so they fly because the car doesn't, you know, where they're going, they don't need roads. hmm so, And Doc has some sweet glasses on. He does have some sweet glasses. And he, he, he generates nuclear power to power the time machine by throwing trash into the fusion reactor. Yeah, so it's like everything got upgraded. Yep, so then they they go into the future, and uh, when we watch part two, you'll find out how far into the future. Are they still rapey? Or did they leave that in the past? I mean, there's still rapey stuff that happens now, so... That's true. Yeah, so we'll find out. We'll find out how pervy... Well, next time. I'll purview the futures. Well, it's the future from the perspective of people in the 80s. So, you know, there's going to be some.
0: Is it like not that far into the future? Is it like today?
1: It's 2015.
0: So that was like yesterday's. <laughs> That's not even
1: picture it. <laughs> the today's. <laughs> picture it the yesterday's. <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll get to that one next time.
0: Why didn't people wear sweet glasses like Doc in 2015?
1: A lot of stuff didn't happen in 2015. All right, we'll see you next time. We'll We'll watch this
0: movie in the future.
1: Yeah, you you always forget what we're going to do next time. I mean, we, we will do Back to the Future part two eventually. But for our next one, we're actually going even further back in the past in the future we're going further back in the future oh sorry no we're just going back into the past uh we're gonna do disney's the sword and the stone yes that is a king arthur origin story and it's set in i think like the 800s a.d back when the britons were britons with an o yes 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 we did agree upon this um You don't know. You don't
0: remember. I remember now that you told me again.
1: (laughs) Anyway, so we'll see you next time when we do Disney's The Sword and the Stone. Bye.